Hey, everybody, welcome back to Love People and Make Money. I'm Kelly McCausey. I'm your host, and I'm joined by Destiny Cop of <laughs> destinycop.com. I'll get links in the show notes. That's uh, Destiny, D E S T I N I, last name C O P P. I just like saying, I just like saying cop. Yes. Uh, like a policeman, like a policeman, but with one P. <laughs> and also, no. uh, also representing hobby school, H O B B Y S C O O L dot com. And I talk about that a lot today. Yes. Uh, Destiny, we've got to work together before on a couple of different virtual events. So it's fun to have you here on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here today. <laughs> what do you want people to know about Destiny the person? What makes you tick? Well, first of all, I don't think I'm anything special. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just start out with that. Uh, you know, in terms of what makes me tick, I would say that I absolutely love what I do. I love, you know, working for myself, working online, working out of my house. You know, I have two kids at home, middle, they're middle school right now, seventh and eighth grade. I have one that's already out of the house, out of the house of Mary. So I've kind of, you know, been there, done that on all of it. And, you know, working from my house and kind of being my own boss has given me that flexibility that I love to kind of live my life, do what I want to do, work out, you know, go up to my kids' school, take them to, you know, their baseball practice after school, and also being able to support my family. So there you go. That's that's kind of the, you know, the short version of why, you know, what I do. Isn't it awesome that you got to create a business around your interests in order to create the life that you want? Yeah, I think... I'm definitely passionate about what I do. Of course, I work in, you know, I was, I'll just give you a little bit of educational background. I have a BS degree in accounting. I have an MBA, but I also have a doctorate in marketing and worked in marketing for many years. So when I was kind of going out to figure out what I want to do with my online business, I kind of married that marketing with online courses because I taught as a university marketing professor for about 15 plus years. So um, I've been teaching on, and we taught online. I started teaching online back in the dark ages when nobody had ever heard of it. Back in 2005, people would come up to me and ask me, can can students really learn online? How does it work? Like they, they couldn't wrap their heads around mm-hmm. what online learning meant. So when I went into my own business, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, kind of dip, go into the helping people create online courses, memberships, digital products, that kind of thing, but also help them sell it. And that's what my main brand, my personal brand, destinycop.com is all about. So you have this project you're running hobby school without the the second H hobby school. (laughs) I have never heard of it before. What is it? So hobby school was a brainchild that I had one night or one weekend kind of figuring out, you know, I really wanted to help all of these creators out there. So people who have only courses, membership, maybe coaching programs, maybe even some services too, and help these creators who have this passion, but they were having trouble getting their message out in the world. And I thought, you know what, what I could do to help them do that, help them get that visibility 
would be to host these monthly virtual summits. I had done summits in my business for several different years and they had done very well for me. You can call them virtual summits, you can call them events, you call them whatever you want, but basically what we do we decide what, what the niche is going to be for that month. So for instance, coming up here shortly, we have a virtual summit that's going to be all related to helping people uh, create, you know, do their home gardens and take that food and, you know, basically farm, farm to home garden to table or whatever. I can't remember exactly what we're calling it. I don't have that in front of me, but, you know, it's all the speakers in there um, are in that niche. They're going to help the attendees achieve that transformation. So kind of, you know, do that home garden, build that home garden, but it gives them an opportunity to grow their email list because we allow them to give the attendees a free gift. And when somebody signs up for their free gift, they get on their email list. Mm -hmm. So they're opted in for their own email list. So, you know, all of that's taken care of. So they grow their email list, they grow their visibility, and it just helps them get their message out in the world. So our speakers, um, basically what they do, they share the free summit to their audience. So they'll send out like an email telling people about the free summit. We'll have the free summit. They'll, you know, get, you know, people watch their, their training presentation. It, generally, it's pretty short, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever they do. And then they'll sign up to get on their email list. Um, and in addition to that, we also offer uh, VIP all access pass. So attendees who are coming in, if they want like lifetime access to all the speaker presentations, and if any speakers did a premium bonus to donate to the VIP all access pass, they can buy the VIP all access pass and we split that commission with the speakers. You split, you split the commission based on the sales that they refer? The sales that they refer. That's correct. Yeah. So, so in the, one of the summits that we did in January, I paid um, out around $5,000 worth of commissions to speakers. Nice. So I mean, there's definitely speakers out there making good money, you know, get, getting people on their list, but they're also getting paid too. Nice. Nice. So they're sending a, a promotion out for a free summit. Like, Hey, here's a, here's, here's a gift. And, and then people are, saying yes to the VIP upgrade and they earn a commission. That's lovely. Yeah. So what base, I'll give you some of our stats because I um, kind of looked at them in one of our last summits, we had uh, around a 65% conversion rate on the registration page for the summit itself. So for the free summit was 65% conversion. And then um, on the VIP all access pass, it kind of depended or the conversion rate on that was based on the speaker, I think, and how their audience was aligned with the topic, but yeah. it could have been anywhere from like 5% to 10%. For nice. the VIP all access pass. And then we had some order bumps in there and some other upsells that, you know, definitely um, they also get 50% commission on that too. Mm -hmm. So like what kind of order bumps if they're already paying for the VIP access to that summit? It, it just depends on the summit. So we will tailor the upsells and the order bumps for that particular summit. So I haven't put together the ones for the home garden one yet, but it'll be related to, you know, putting together, you know, helping people achieve, you know, what, 
what the summit promises, basically. So a lot of times, quite frankly, Kelly, I go buy PLR type content for stuff like this and include it as an order bump or an upsell. It might be like a, um, I can't, I think one of the ones we had was like a a hobby to business toolkit bundle that had some planners in it, like three different planners in it for one of the upsells. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the shopping cart system that you're using to manage this? So we are using lead pages and thrive cart. I have tested out other things and we are getting our conversion rate for lead pages has been phenomenal. So that's been working well for us. We use lead pages for the registration page and for the VIP all access pass page. And then for the cart, we use um, ThriveCart for that. And that has the affiliate program built into it. That's correct. And I, I and it's their affiliate program tracking has been working very well for us. And your mailing list, what's your mailing list solution? A convert kit. Okay. Is what we use. People are always curious about this, the tech stack. So. Yeah. Yeah. Convert kit is working very well for us. I've used it in a lot of different businesses. I have three accounts right now. So I, I do love convert kit. Nice. All right. So uh, you mentioned like garden to table being a, a an upcoming niche topic. What are some other niche topics that you have coming up? So in hobby school, and I'll just talk about hobby school right now, and then I can talk about some other ones that are more B2B. But in hobby school, we have a woodworking one coming up. We have a crafting one. We've done some of these previously, like we did the home gardening one last year, and it was a huge hit. We did a crafting one last year. It was a huge hit. So we're going to do another one there. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. We're doing a home organization Ooh. one, a decorating one. So I'm looking forward to that personally because <laughs> I mean the speakers that we have for that are amazing. We're st- I think we're still looking for a few more speakers on that one, but that one's going to be a really really fun one. Um, we're doing like an art and creativity one, a calligraphy one. I mean, we have a ton of ones and, and on the, um, link, which I'm sure you'll include in the show notes, if people want to go in and see if their niche has, is, you know, is included or if we're doing one for them, they can go in there and look at that. But even if it's not listed there, I would encourage them to apply because I can tell you that we have decided to do a summit based on people who have gone and applied and we're like, oh yeah, that would be a really cool one to do. We think our attendees would really like that one. So when they, so I see there's their link to apply to speak. Yeah. So when you go to the apply to speak on that page, you can go look and get the link to our current summit schedule. Mm-hmm. We always say that it's subject to change because yeah. things happen in the marketplace. And sometimes, you know, it's harder for us to get speakers or what have you, but um, yeah, they can go there and see exactly what we have currently planned for the year. Yeah. So I, I am I'm fascinated by, so you must be, you must be tagging people based on interests as you're building um, a 
mailing list for hobby school, they're tagged on their individual interests. So do you find ways to market to these niche groups? Uh, other offers unrelated to the summits? Like what's your, what's yeah, your long-term so profit? I'll, I'll definitely give you an example on this. We, um, ran a summit for, you know, people who are interested in turning their hobby into a money-making business. Um, and we had a, you know, it was a huge summit for us, had a lot of people interested in it and really wanted to keep moving along, right? They wanted to take action on what they learned in the summit. Um, so in that case, we had an offer that went out to them for one of our affiliate partners. And we only sent it out to people who attended that summit because we know that somebody who attended, you know, maybe a home garden summit last year, yeah. they're not interested in that, right? They're not interested in making, uh, you know, making that into a business. So we're very targeted yeah. in how we, you know, you know, basically made the offer to them. Otherwise we'd have a lot of people opening up our emails and they're just unsubscribe. Yeah. If it wasn't yeah. related to what they were interested in. Yeah. I, okay. So let me, com let me compose my thoughts for a second. If somebody uh, visits your, your website and checks out your summit schedule, I see, um, makeup and style summit, um, calligraphy and art summit. And what if they have an idea like, uh, well, hobby school, you're staying pretty close to what do people do for hobbies? That's correct. So, so it's like they wouldn't, you wouldn't do a parenting summit. I, I will say we tested that out last year and it just didn't go that well for mm -hmm. us. So I'm not sure that I would do one again. I, I think it's a great idea for Summit. It just didn't work for yeah. us in our in our niche. Um, I, I think I think there's definitely people out there that it would work for for sure, but it just didn't go well for us. Yeah. So okay, so I like to ask the question: how does destiny reach her people? Um when you choose a theme and, and you're seeking speakers, what's your, how do you put the word out to that niche? When I'm seeking speakers, um, it, it really just depends. Some of them I'll email out to my list. So I'll go to my destinycop.com list, email list and send out uh, a message. And we do get a lot of interested parties and speakers from that. Um, I will go into various Facebook groups. Um, mm -hmm. Some are communities that I have paid to join to kind of get my message out and just let people know mm -hmm. that this is an opportunity for them to speak. Um, so that's, you know, that's really what I've been doing in the past. And it's worked very well for us. We, the speakers that we're getting is amazing. Um, sometimes we'll do cold outreach. So if we see somebody out there that is really, you know, killing it and doing a great yeah. job. And we think they'd make a great speaker for one of our summits. We'll reach out to them and let them know who we are. We'll give them some stats on what we've done, right? Because we want yeah. them to know this isn't our first rodeo. I've already done like 10 plus summits myself. Um, so we, and we have a very strong conversion rate and marketing system down for yeah. each summit. So um, 
that's that's basically what we do. And, you know, we also run B2B summits in my destinycop.com brand. So we're doing summits related to email marketing, you know, content marketing. Mm-hmm. Kelly, I know that you, that's your area of expertise and digital courses and sales funnels. And we have so many, so many summits planned this year. Call them summits. They're really just two days, two day events. So they're not mm-hmm. anything crazy. We don't want to take up a lot of people's time, but Mm -hmm. it's very valuable information that the speakers bring. Once the summits are in the can, so to speak, the promotional cycle is over. What happens to those past packages? Do they ever become order bumps? They do. Um, But I will say when we do them as either order bumps or upsells, we don't include the premium speaker bonuses. It's just the, it's just the speaker presentations. Um, You know, obviously we don't, when, when we first do the summit, we have the premium speaker bonuses included in there. Those are good for basically six months. So people can sign up for the next six months. And then after that, I can't expect speakers to keep keep giving away their premium speaker bonuses. So it's just the speaker presentations. If we ever include them in order bumps or upsells. So beyond uh, finding speakers, since there is an affiliate commission opportunity, are you actively developing people who can promote the summit, even if they're not a speaker? We definitely allow that. And we have had that happen in the past. So even if they're not a speaker and somebody wants to promote a free summit to their list, they can still earn those affiliate commissions. And absolutely, we do that. Nice. Very nice. Are there, so you you must have built a, a wonderful team around yourself. Because um, putting summits together, there's there's a lot of steps to be, a lot of tasks to be completed and uh, it's fun, but you've doing it, you've done it enough times. You've, you've got a system down and a team around you. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say we have a very, a very structured system to doing these, um, you know, everything we have step-by-step-by-step by step by step processes, um, you know, even in terms of the marketing, the hardest thing I would say is putting together the marketing message and the copywriting mm-hmm. related, mm-hmm. you know, like on the VIP all access yeah. pass page, the upsells, the registration page, because we want them converting high, right? We want when the speaker sends their audience to us, we want that registration page to convert yeah. at a high rate. Um, but yes, I have two full-time people that work for me that help me with all this. Wonderful. I, I will, I hope, I know people who listen to this podcast, they're in a variety of niches and some of them are quote hobby niches. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this sparks something so fun for me because I mean, I like to host summits. I like to host live events. I like to bring groups of people together. Um, I think um, the fact that you've been able to create a brand that isn't centered around you, 
but you, you took what works for you at destiny cop mm-hmm. and you you're implementing it to shine lights on other people in niches is fascinating destiny. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, the mission behind the hobby school was to give speakers an opportunity to get their message out in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what I'm doing in both of my brands, whether it's the destinycop.com brand and this one, um, that, that is my mission to do that. So destiny cop, what's your next event over there? We are doing, we're actually doing a, a, now that you mentioned, we're doing a content marketing summit coming up. Everything looks so, so good. I mean, you can see the marketing experience that you bring to, to what you have going on. Um, I think sometimes when I visit websites, I'll tell you what makes me respect the marketer is, is what's not there. Mm white space there's beautiful white space on your website (laughs) yeah yeah I mean marketing is hard I would say even though I've been doing it for over 25 years um it's not easy there are things I do Kelly that just don't work out you know well (laughs) you know I try them and test them out and they don't always work I'll be you know it it is what it is things Things change so fast. We're, we're not going to mention this other project that mm-hmm. we might have talked about today. We're just not even going to say it. Yeah. But I've been I've been in these situations before where I have been um, working madly behind the scenes on something just to get it ready and have somebody else do the same thing. Like, yeah. of course, in the world, someone's doing what we're doing. I'm not absolutely. But, There's got to be a hundred right. more. There's right. More. But we're talking for me, like early two thousands when, when the marketing world is smaller and somebody in my neighborhood is doing the same thing oh, kind of thing goodness. or mm-hmm. get something beautifully ready. And then the, then, you know, the niche or the tool used, it just becomes defunct. Like things are always changing. And I, I just, I love this every, I think every online marketer dreams of being able to establish multiple streams of income, multiple brands, so that they're not dependent on any one of them staying, mm-hmm. you know, the way it is, you can, can roll with the punches when you have lots of different projects. So I love that you have destinycop.com and hobbyschool.com and other things that, that you continue to explore. Uh, um, to wrap it up, do you have a hero destiny? Like, is there someone who you have so admired that motivated you even from afar? Like you have a hero. I do actually. I have two. So (laughs) I'll mention. So Sarah Blakely, I watched her speak at a small, like small, little small college here in Atlanta years ago, back in the early 2000s when she was just starting Spanx. And I will never forget where I was sitting in that room. And I was like, 
so motivated by her message and what she communicated that day. I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to launch my own business. I don't care. <laughs> and unfortunately, it took me, I, I didn't start until, you know, 2017. So mm -hmm. it took me many, many years. I mean, I probably, well, I don't remember the exact year it was when I saw her speak. It was probably like 2001 or 2002. But I was like, one of these days, I'm going to do what she's done. Um, so she's one of them. And then, I, you know, I got to mention Serena Williams. She's on my bio. I am a huge Serena Williams fan. I'm a huge tennis tennis fan. Um, I love to play tennis. And I really love Serena and what she's being able to accomplish in her career. It's just really quite amazing, everything that she's done. And continues to do, quite frankly. I love those. I love those. Uh, those answers. I did a, I was participated with a coaching program last year. Um, oh my gosh. I can't remember the name of it. I love to give attribution. Son of a gun. The name is going to come to me later. It will. Once, you, once we stop talking, it's going, you're going to be like, uh, yeah, oh, it'll come it. to me later. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> But one of the things that, that the, the leader recommended was identifying your heroes. And um, I don't want to squeak my drawers, but um, he puts pictures of heroes up on the wall. And so I'm like, that's what I want to do. I identified my heroes and then I ordered prints, pictures. And I had them, I used to have a bulletin board right next to me at my old apartment and I had them clipped up there. So whenever I had to make a tough decision or get brave about something, I would look at my heroes and I would imagine each oh. one of them giving me some input. I love that. Um, Oprah is one of my heroes. Oh, I, I'm, um, I'm a big fan too. <laughs> uh, Bob Goff. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bob Goff. He wrote the book, Love Does. The tattoo oh, okay. virus. Okay. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Um, his his passion for what he does, his willingness to just do what he does without apology. Mm. Anyways, I have eight different heroes. I won't talk about them all, but I love that your heroes are, um, like outside of your space. Yes. Yes. Because for sure. some, sometimes when I ask people what their heroes, they think I mean. Who are you trying to be like, like in the, in the niche you're in? It's like, well, that's cool. Like, but, but I'm mm -hmm. looking for something out, something maybe bigger. I loved your answers. Destiny, thank you so much for making time to talk with me. Yeah, thank you. I so enjoyed our conversation and I'm hoping that, you know, somebody listening here today will go to one or to go to either destinycom.com yes. or hobby school and apply to be a speaker so you can get your yes. message out in the world. We just finished one sheet project. So there's 600 plus people who are absolutely right this minute looking for speaking opportunities. There you go. We have, we have a ton of them for you. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be fun to send this out to them and say, okay, your one sheet is ready. Not that they have to have a one sheet to apply to yours, but they're actively thinking about what do I mm -hmm. want to talk on? 
and what do I want for the audience? Uh, so awesome. All right, Destiny, thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. Listeners, I'll see you in the next episode of Love People and Make Money. <laughs>